Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Marlon Wayans performed stand-up at the Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in West Virginia on Saturday, January 22nd. We spoke about the keys to pandemic stand-up, as well as memories of White Chicks, The Sixth Man, and Requiem for a Dream. Marlon Wayans, hey, thanks so much for joining us on WTOP. What's happening? Where does this show fall for you? Like, you know, when did you get back out there after this pandemic insanity? I guess that we're still kind of in. It never seems to end, but when, how is it going for you? I guess I'm just a crazy guy. As soon as it happened, I was like, I got to get out there and make people laugh. <laughs> I started going stir crazy in my house. So I was just like, I got to get out of here. I started actually, I started, um, I was, de- I was like getting depressed because I was just sitting at home with all these jokes in my head and it was driving me crazy. So I was like, you know what? I got to get out there and start making people laugh so I could feel like myself again. And once I started doing that, I, I hearing laughs made me like heal. I had lost my mom and I, I was just sad. And once I heard, started hearing the laughs, you know, I felt like, okay, this is this is my purpose. This is why I do this. Sorry to hear about your mom. Definitely, man. That's but I do. We do. I'm sure getting out there and it's just sort of cathartic for you. And, and like you're saying, making audiences feel better, too. And heal because it's been a it's been a hell of a two almost two years now. Um, But um, two years have been like we literally been watching like hell. And it's like my dad told witness. And these are the years he used to talk about. One day there's going to be all this destruction. And I'm like, wow, I don't know if he's a visionary. <laughs> but i mean he's been saying that this was gonna happen i'm waiting for the six-headed beast but other than that you know i think to find your smile through the worst times really gives you a permanent smile so i'm, I'm just focused on that man oh absolutely well uh, we again we all appreciate we appreciate you bringing us all the laughs from all of it um so i mean by spinning it into sort of the i mean you're doing a stand-up show has it provided plenty of a material though i mean are you gonna dive into pandemic stuff or or you know what other topics sort of might might we hear you discuss um I, jokes on me man whatever's going on in my life you know i i don't i don't really do a lot of like political humor i did that with wokish and you know and it, it, it was fun when trump was out there but biden's kind of boring so i i just don't do a lot of political humor or i just talk about me at this point in my life in my career i find that my best comedy comes from my pain so that's what i talk about i just talk about my life and it's funny how many people actually um understand what you're going through because they're going through similar things Absolutely. Well, you mentioned Wokish, uh, you know, the, the, for our listeners, if, if you can find it on, it was on Netflix in 2018, but was that, wasn't that, was that your first ever stand-up comedy special? 
That was my first stand-up comedy special. My second was You Know What It Is, which is on um, HBO Max right now. And I'm currently about to work on my third. Awesome. Well, just memories of those two specials, the the Wokish and then the and then the HBO Max one. You know, how 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 exciting was it? I mean, we've seen you in, you know, sitcoms and all kinds of movies, but what was it like getting to, you know, be be the headliner first stand-up specials there? Um, it's fun, man. I just I, when you love something, man, you want to do it at the, at the, at its highest level. And uh for me, I'm just really enjoying being able to sit up there in the pocket like a, a quarterback being rushed by a blitz and just finding them laugh and giving them to them, you know, open receivers, which is the audience, man. And you just make them laugh and make them feel good. And, you know, to me, comedy is like, to me, the, the greatest drug. I need a drink to come down from the high. <laughs> Speaking of drug, uh, Requiem for a Dream. Oh, man, yeah, I'm still shaking. For, so thanks for terrifying us all with that one. You got to <laughs> thank Darren Aronofsky. I, believe me he, he scared me i don't even take aspirin anymore <laughs> yeah seriously which which is hard during a pandemic you need some medicine but um well i know um last time you joined us a couple years ago and you know if, if our listeners want to hop on in, in the archives they can check out we we talk living color wayans brothers scary movie all that stuff but um i want to hit two things real quick that we didn't discuss last time why you make us cry in the sixth man? That is an underrated gem. I was balling. <laughs> that wasn't my fault. That was um, Kadeem Hardison's fault. I mean, his nasty basketball skills made me cry too. So don't feel bad. It's funny with that movie, you know, um, you never know what's going to be a, a classic, man. It's a, a classic. People love that movie, especially if you have a brother. You know what I mean? Everybody with a brother was like, man, Anton and, and Kenny, man, A and K all the way. And I'm just like, you know, it's funny because my brother turned the movie down. And, um, you know, I'm just glad I made it. I was able to make a classic. Yeah, a brother, sibling classic. Maybe that's why I'm a twin myself. So, yeah, maybe when. That's I, why you cried. You should know better than to watch that. I should. I didn't know what I was getting into. <laughs> that's, that's like if you got a mom, don't watch the movie Mom. It's a right. sad movie. You, you, a dad, it's Field of Dreams. I mean, you know, you just got to know yeah. that your audience. Don't watch it. <laughs> You're a freak for pain. Awesome. Well, you like crack, don't watch Requiem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you like to laugh, don't watch the stand-up special. No, please watch it. Please watch Um, Cool. And then uh, I guess before we got to bow out, I know we got a hard out here, but... um. White chicks. Why do people still come up to you just just quoting lines? I mean, that's that's one of the funniest things you ever did. Man, everywhere I go, I can't even leave. Like if I go to Brazil, the whole country's like banquelas, banquelas, banquelas. <laughs> that one we we just hit the note, man. Sometimes you get comedy and you get it right. That scary movie. We've been able to do a lot of great films, and we're just blessed. I mean, I think it's uh, you know, the way we tell jokes. We do it to make everybody laugh. You know, we're not trying to make people feel bad. We're trying to make people feel good. So, you know, it's great when everybody embraces it. And the good joke is you make us fun of a sect of people and those people laugh without us. You know who love white chicks the most? White chicks. I'm sure white chicks loved it. <laughs> they do. Yeah, and there's a new Scream movie coming out. Do you think certain audiences now, you know, are going to interpret it differently? You know, it's almost hard to watch Scream without thinking of a scary movie now. <laughs> Um, I I hope I hope it taps into a new audience, and then uh, guess what? Scary movie six. <laughs> yeah, it's <famous. laughs> there. You go. You it, it writes itself. Hey, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate yeah, it. but where am I gonna be? You are gonna be 
at Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in West Virginia on January 22nd. At what time? 8 p.m. And where can they go to get tickets? They can go to get tickets at Hollywood Casino, Charlestown dot com and there's it's also on Ticketmaster. See you you, right. you just, you just interview yourself my bio at Marla Land. Well I'm just on Instagram. I'm just making sure we're doing this right. We got all right, now go, ahead, the go watch the six man go watch the six man and cry. Thanks man. My guy. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey <sighs> well That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. We also spoke in 2017 about his Netflix film Naked and his NBC sitcom Marlin, as well as memories of In Living Color, The Wayans Brothers, and Scary Movie. We're here with Marlon Wayans. Thank you so much for calling in. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate you. So I know we have two awesome things here to, to promote, but let's start with Naked, the uh, the new Netflix original movie. Explain to our listeners uh, what it's about. Well, basically, it's about a guy who's uh, getting married. He's still prepared for the wedding, um, like most men. And uh, when he gets to the, uh, he goes out the night before, has some drinks, wakes up the next day, uh, the day of his wedding, butt naked in an elevator, has no idea how he got there. <laughs> and he's late for his wedding. When he gets to his wedding, if you don't have the right suit, the right vows, uh, the right uh, the right ring, he starts back over in the elevator and repeats the same hour over and over again until he gives his woman the proper wedding. It sounds like if you like the hangover, you'll like the the beginning when you're waking up out naked in an elevator. And if you like the Groundhog Day cycling through, they'll they'll like that, too. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's kind of like a combination, man, but it's its own movie and it's standalone. It's a really sweet story. Um, A lot of these times when people try to redo a movie or redo a premise, it's too close to the premise. I think this one, what I love about it is it takes you to a way different place. Uh, The discovery and the exploration is different. The story is different. And it's a... Really sweet movie, but really funny, and I'm, I'm excited for people to see it. It's on Netflix, so you can watch Naked, Naked. <laughs> Do you advise that or no? Probably better a little close. I mean, it depends <laughs> on who you went. You know, you got a little date, you got your girlfriend over it, you say, hey, come over. That's awesome. There you go. There you go. There's your in, fellas. There you go. Use that can't, line. Can't do that at the movies. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I know it's directed by Michael Titus. He directed it yeah. in Haunted House, Fifty Shades of Black, and then it co-stars Regina Hall, who, of course, you were in a scary movie with. So is it is it just sort of like, you know, working with old friends at this point? I love working with old friends because we got a, we got a good chemistry, man. And when you have a good chemistry with somebody, we all grow together. 
so it's 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 good to to watch us all advance, and we all have a trust. So you know, Mike knows as a performer, I go crazy places, so he knows get me on a wide angle. So I don't have to explain to him uh, how I work; he just gets it. And Regina, what's it like being back with her? Oh, Regina's always awesome. I mean, she's she's really sweet in the movie, and and uh, uh, it's, I think she did a great job as as the leading actress in this movie. And uh, she really held down the romance and emotion, and you know, and she's funny as well. Since Regina came up with with scary movie, although she kissed Sean in a scary movie, and I think I still tasted him when I kissed him. <laughs> it's still lingering. It's lingering a little bit. Well, speaking, Very weird. Speaking of, I mean, that movie cracked me up. I mean, you guys basically, you, you inherited the mantle that sort of what Mel Brooks had been doing for so many decades, but Scary Movie was, for, for my generation, that and Don't Be a Menace, um, I'm going to gut you like a fish. Like, we still quote that thing. So, uh, memories of that real quick. Did you guys just go see Scream and you said, wow, th- this is ripe for the picking? Um, we saw Scream. We just see, it was a bunch of movies. It wasn't Scream, but Scream, I know what you did last summer. It was a bunch of slash movies that came out and we was just like they all started feeling like the same movie with the same characters and we just thought that yo this could this could be fun and so we just kind of we just did it and uh, i'm glad we did it was classic and i'm glad i did parody i quit now I'm I'm done with parody and I'm just doing regular movies. Okay, all right, all right. Now, well, that's it. I mean, you guys knocked it out of the park on so many of those parodies. So it's n- nice to see you switch back now. All right, NBC's Marlin. Um, so after they watch Naked Naked at home for the for Netflix, uh, start tuning in. I believe starting Wednesday for NBC's Marlin. Uh, you play a bit of an immature dad co-parenting with your ex. Uh, give us the premise of this one. Yes, man. August sixteenth at nine and nine thirty, you can watch Marlin. Uh, basically, it's a uh, my life, inappropriate divorce father that's just trying to keep his family together in the midst of a divorce. Uh, just because your family's broken up, it doesn't mean they're over. Uh, it's like an aspirational show, and it's a different kind of TV dad with a different kind of TV family. Um, I hope people tune in because it's, it's really funny, and um, it's free, people. Watch it. I mean, I know you're a dad, but you play a bit of a big kid. Oh, yeah, I, I, but that's me in real life. As a father, I'm very embarrassing. <laughs> I, I, I'm super embarrassing. I go to graduations and... I start screaming, I told you she wasn't stupid. I knew she was going to be somebody. <laughs> That's so great. What's it, what's it been like uh, diving back into the TV world since, uh, like, compared to working on Wayans Brothers on the WB? Man, uh, it's a great journey. I feel like I never left. But in that little uh, synapse I was gone, I learned so much. So my approach to the show is so different than Wayans Brothers. When I was doing Wayans Brothers, it was all about the joke. And now it goes, what's the story? And then I'm confident where the jokes will come from once we have a good story. So I, I think Wayne's Brothers is a fun show, and I loved it, and I thought we, we had some really great things we did. But I think this one's a, a more mature take, and, um, you know, it's just a, a great show on its own. Absolutely. and but I mean, That was a very politically correct answer, so I don't get punched in my chest by my older brother. <laughs> They, they'll do that from time to time. I bet you guys keep each other in line, that's for sure. Well, I mean, you got Keenan, Sean, Damon, I mean, hilarious comedians there, and I'd just love to watch you guys grow. But um, before you go, we got to get memories on In Living Color. I'd be remiss if I don't do that. Do you have a, a favorite character that you played on there? Um, I think the one I played, the one I, I liked the most was this one character I did, Luther, which was the ugly man. <laughs> he was basically um, Wanda's date, and he was actually uglier than him. And I love that scene. That was a, a really fun scene. Absolutely. And then uh, for Damon, is it Home of the Clown? Or do you ever have uh, a scene? Damon, pick one, man. <laughs> Home of the Clown, Anton, Blaine, uh, Handyman, the head detective. Damon was just a monster on the show. Keenan, I would love Frenchie. 
and I loved Arsenio. Those two hurt me. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, in closing, I gotta ask, arguably maybe my favorite movie of yours is not a comedy at all. Requiem for a Dream. Man, that will scare straight anybody. Tell me... They the, need to make that a drug PSA. That, that movie's so horrific, it make you put weed down. Like, ah, I need to get off this. That is your D.A.R.E. program or whatever those things are called. Seriously, just watch that thing. What was Darren Aronofsky's genius? Because there's some of those scenes where you're running and is the camera attached to you, like, up in your face? Like, that and the music, man, that sends shivers down my spine just thinking about that movie. Well, um, I just think he's a brilliant director, and I was very lucky to be a part of it, man. And uh, I'm glad my one dramatic uh, departure I did with him. All right, everybody, it's uh, Naked on Netflix and Marlon on NBC. Thank you so much. Marlon Wayans. All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.